0: uh stephanie may from the movie rise how are you stephanie
1: i'm extremely well how about you
0: good happy new year for yourself what are you working on for 2021
1: i have so much on my plate it is not funny so much to do and not a little time to do it in so i'm currently working on a few book projects Mm -hmm. and as you can imagine that's just taking up just vast amounts of time. It's crazy. It's crazy.
0: You were in the movie Rise. I saw that on uh, Amazon Prime and I thought it was a fantastic movie. Um, How did you get involved in that role?
1: Um, I had a bit of a conversation with uh, Mac Linden. Mm. So I had seen a lot of things on Social media, he was, you know, putting things out there, creating different events, putting posters and this and that, and I thought that it was absolutely fast, um, fantastic. I saw the teaser, yeah, I saw the teaser trailer first, mm-hmm. and I just reached out to him and I just said, you know, look, I am from New South Wales, and I understand that this is going to be in Queensland, but man, like this is this is really fantastic. Mm. You know, you see, I, don't, I really don't mean to be mean, but you you see some independent things. And you can sort of, you can tell why they're independent. Do you know what I mean? I'm not yes. trying to be mean, but you can tell that the budget was about a hundred dollars, and uh, you know, I'm tr- not trying to be mean to anybody. So when I saw Max film the teaser trailer, I thought it was just top notch, and I had to reach out. And you know what? I think the fact that I believed in the movie a lot, that that really helped me sort of score a role with mm-hmm. with Max film it was fantastic it was so good Mm -hmm. what was the
0: hardest part about uh being an actor for the for an independent film
1: um I think trying to fit in with everybody else because we even on that movie we had Martin Sachs Mm. and he's he's a great guy he has done so much Australian television it's crazy so I I think when you're sort of you know consider yourself a novice and you go on set and you have all these people who are veteran actors, it can kind of get intimidating. Mm -hmm. So I think that's like, you sort of have to rise, rise above everything else, but that is definitely, yeah, that that is definitely a sticky spot with me. I sort of feel, I don't know, a little bit insecure, you know, obviously I haven't been around for as long as some people have. Uh, That's something that I've noticed working Mm -hmm. on independent films, yeah, for sure.
0: And would you, uh, is your dream to one day go into Hollywood and be on a big film one day? Or wh- where do you see yourself going uh, as an actor for 2021?
1: I would just like to do more interesting and inspiring roles. Mm-hmm. I sort of don't want to keep doing the same type of roles and be typecasts as either the, you know, dumb blonde or the office secretary or something like that. You know what I mean? I really want to broaden my horizons. Um, I have actually been to America and I have uh, filmed something over there. It was in North Carolina. Uh, It was called Blue Mountain State.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I tell you what, that that experience was just insane. Like, I think their total budget for the catering department was probably more than an entire budget for an Australian independent film. Like it was crazy. We had our own trailers. There were people driving around the car park calling out actors' names, wanting photographs, because this was actually um, a TV series over there, Blue Mountain State, for I think Mm. about three years. And then they decided to turn it into a movie. So there was so much hype surrounding it. And you know what? I've never felt that sort of same sense on a set since. It's Mm. hard. Do you know what I mean? It's hard to go back to something that's... Um, you know, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. And again, I'm not trying to sound mean, but I have worked on a lot of shoddy productions and it's nothing to do with the budget because I do also believe you can create fantastic content with a low budget, but it's just the way that people go about it. It's the way that they treat it. You know what I mean? As just another low budget. Oh, who cares? We didn't get a perfect take, but that's fine. Let's just move on. You know, daylight's burning, that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I have definitely been on a few of those films. Um, So if I could go back to America again, I mean, I know with COVID and everything, who knows what's going to happen, Mm. but I'll never forget that experience. It was fantastic. So I would love to go back.
0: When you were on the movie Rise, did you get your own luxury of a trailer or catering, or how did you have to look after yourself?
1: Well, actually, they uh, they put us up together in, I believe, uh, I I believe it was Mac Linden's uh, in-law's house. So we actually did. And when I say we, it was because there were a few other people that were being flown up. Other people sort of had the same sense as me where they just saw this fantastic teaser trailer and reached out to Mac and said, you know, hey, look, I know I'm in New South Wales, but you have something so fantastic here. It looks so top notch. Do you have maybe a one liner or a two liner? And Mac being the lovely guy that he is said, yep, no worries. So we... Those who flew in from New South Wales, we got picked up at the airport and we got taken to a house and we stayed there for a few days, which was really lovely. Um, Obviously, we had food and everything taken care of. We didn't have to spend a dime when we were there. And then, of course, when we wrapped up a couple of days later, we got taken to the airport and flown back to to Sydney. So we were well taken care of in a very big house. I believe it was his in-laws. Yeah, his in-laws' house. They had gone away or something. Yeah.
0: So it was great. When you've been on an actor and on a set, do you have to cover all your travel expenses and uh, your hotels? And because I've never been an actor, Stephanie, I'm a musician. So awesome. It'd be a bit similar ways if you're not on a big production budget. But have you had to look after yourself?
1: Many, many, many times. Many times. Yeah, you do get fortunate with some productions like uh, there was another time where i was flown to gladstone queensland for another australian feature film called broke and they took care of everything again but mainly when you are dealing with independent projects yes you definitely have to pay for your way there and i live out in the western suburbs mm-hmm. so when you're talking about filming it is mainly based in the city so it is a constant travel for me. Not that I care because I do like driving, but typically, yes, you cover your own petrol costs and, you know, sometimes, again, that, that's what I mean by about the stigma around low budget. Sometimes there might even be just a couple of sandwiches between, you know, crew and cast of about, you know, 50 people or something like that. It has been a bit rough sometimes. Uh, so, yeah, sometimes yes, sometimes no really depends on the budget mm. and then of course sometimes I've been on I'm not going to say which one but I do remember specifically working on an independent film and it was sort of uh, everybody chipping in money and then we all got stuff like crackers and cheese and stuff and we had a bit of a you know little little bit of a, a mini buffet but where we had all chipped in money so yeah
0: no, nah, wow. Well, I'm from the western suburbs too, as well. Oh, I'm nice. very familiar to Sydney. No, nah, um, yeah. I suppose when you're starting out, see, I'm, I'm in the process as a composer, film composer, looking for an agent myself. Oh, okay. What's been your experience of getting an agent and getting into paid work?
1: To be completely honest, I have had a good of luck. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have tried for the really, really big guys. I haven't necessarily been fortunate. But in saying that, with the agents that I have had, uh, I've I have secured I have secured jobs. I have secured work. And uh, there was a time where I used to get a lot of a lot of auditions. Actually, so I I will admit I have stepped back a little bit from that to focus on my writing. But uh yeah i mean obviously when you have all those things behind you it is better so i mean you know to have a resume that has a lot of great stuff on there have to have a show reel um Mm. obviously a professional headshot all of that kind of stuff is going to help you but realistically there shouldn't be too much trouble in people trying to find an agent for acting especially extras work especially Mm extras work i mean anybody can become an extra there's there's no problem about that and that's how you work your way up sort of thing as well um there was a feature film that i was involved in uh, called panic at rock island and there were hundreds of extras i mean hundreds because we were doing a concert day so i mean everywhere you looked there were just extras wandering around and i actually got bumped up a role to become a featured extra so mm-hmm. I made my, I don't know why, but the director, Tony Tills, he picked me up and he said, you come up the front. So I made my way through everybody and everyone's, you know, staring at me and um, I got upgraded. So I got fully featured in the film, no speaking part, but that's what a featured extra is. Uh, so not actual speaking, but shown definitely it's me. My name's in the credits. Uh, You get paid extra, of course, as well. If you've become, if you get upgraded and that's how you do it. You never know. I've heard of stories about people being an extra next minute. They've got a speaking role beside the, you know, main actor or whatever. It does happen. So you just have to work your way up. I don't know too much about music composing though. I'm going to be honest with you, but uh, yeah, for acting, getting agents As long as you have those things behind you, you should be right. You should be good to go. Mm,
0: mm, mm, mm. Yeah, it's a bit similar with the orchestral world because you might start off playing second clarinet and then move to first if the first chair um, uh, leaves as well. So it's a bit of a hierarchy. Now, I I majored in clarinet in my bachelor's degree, but then I I got fed up of playing Mozart all the time, so I decided to go down my own path and start writing my own oh, work my mm. so 2020 last year I published the first album Death and Life um, on Spotify it's, it, I mainly write for film Yeah. where I see myself going but it is cool. very similar with mu- music as well uh, who gets the gigs, who, who doesn't mm, but, yeah because um, yeah, I found cool. I think eventually you need an agent one day
1: yeah well look um there are always independent films that are happening even if they're just student films Mm. I mean and that's exactly what I did with acting as well I started off working on student films those who were in you know film school and they needed well I definitely started off there fast forward a few years later I'm flying over to America to star in a film like it just, I would say work your way up, honestly. Um, I also know a few people who are in the midst doing independent films, so I will keep an ear out if they do need music composers mm-hmm. and then I can obviously point them in your direction.
0: When you've travelled to America, uh, it's a silly question, did you have to cover the costs of, uh, of all that yourself or the film production do it? Because I've never the- been an actor, Stephanie.
1: Yeah, Uh, No, this one, uh, this one was all covered. This one was all covered, including the uh, accommodation. I actually took my mother with me. She obviously had to sort of, you know, pay her own way. The production company wasn't going to, you know, fork out for her, which is Mm. fair enough. Um, But, you know, they they covered everything. They covered everything. And we stayed in this incredible, incredible motel uh, near the – we were filming at a restaurant so they even timed that as well. They knew that we were going to be filming here on this day and then they got us accommodation here and they covered all of that. Mm-hmm. She was even allowed to come on set too, which was really cool. She got to meet all of the actors and even the director and it was an mm-hmm. incredible experience. Like I said, when you go through that, you just, you want it more and more and more.
0: Mm-hmm. So it
1: was it was fantastic, but yeah, they, they covered everything, which mm-hmm. is good.
0: If you had a dream to work with one famous actor, who would it be, Stephanie? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, yep.
1: I know there is a lot of controversy surrounding him right now, but let's be completely honest. Pirates of the Caribbean is going to be nothing without Johnny Depp. And just for the record, I really don't believe the allegations. Um, I think let's just forget about all of his personal dramas at the moment. I think he is such a fantastic character actor mm. I think that I could learn so much working alongside of him uh, he's an he's an inspiration he is definitely an inspiration can so easily adapt to different characters it's incredible he has so much talent and I just can't believe he hasn't won you know best actor for this at the Oscars and whatever he's he's fantastic mm. actually can I ask you that question if Go you for could ask have- who would you choose?
0: If I could act, who would I choose? Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger.
1: Oh, awesome. That is so cool. That yes. is so, so cool.
0: One, I, I like going to the gym and I, I do like watching um, uh, Pumping Iron was a good movie. Oh,
1: uh, yes. The Terminator
0: as well. So what about a, What's that?
1: Predator.
0: Yes, Predator as well. And Sylvester Stallone. Because Rambo was a good movie as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was. I love the I love the message behind Rambo. I really, really do. I absolutely love the message behind Rambo. Never give up. Life is tough. That's mm. it's great. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone, he'd be a good one. I think he'd be a bit of a character to have on set. I think he'd be having lots of laughs. But Arnold Schwarzenegger, that's a good one. I would like to meet him one day.
0: And if I could write any song with a composer, Hans Zimmer, number one, would be someone I would collaborate with to write a film score.
1: That's awesome. I really wish you the best of luck. I haven't met too many musical composers in my time, Mm -hmm. so um, I don't really know how competitive it is. I'm kind of guessing it would sort of be similar along the same lines as, as acting.
0: It can um, be yeah. very op- opinionated, especially doing a music degree, because there's more than one answer to the same question.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, some people might say, oh, Stephen, you've got to change your sound, or eh, mm-hmm. something's not right in that area. Like, I was uh, – I was actually, I had to remaster one track three times uh, this week because I had a very good mix, and I tried to do too much with it, and then it's
1: yeah. –
0: just got to keep it simple.
1: Yeah, sometimes that's the best way, but you know what?
0: <laughs> you know. Dance
1: to your own beat, that's what I say. Mm. If you know that it works for you, if you love it, then just keep on going. There's going to be somebody out there who loves your sound and who will who will want to work with you. So mm. keep at it. Keep mm. at it.
0: And uh, there's a few shows that I've watched on Netflix. There was the El Chapo series, um, and I watched Sons of Anki as well. Ah, uh, yes. Game of Thrones, those all are following a story, but you get characters that are dying off in certain seasons, but then, boom, it just finishes like that at the end of the season. You're wondering what's going to happen next. Yeah. Do you see yourself playing in in, in roles like that one day?
1: I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't watched anything that you just mentioned, but Mm -hmm. I have watched Vikings, and one of my friends, Uh, recently has he has started it actually he's on season two and he's seen both he's seen Vikings and Game of Thrones and he says that there are definitely similarities Um, so I'm going to speak on behalf of Vikings which I thought was absolutely fantastic something that I didn't think I was going to like and I ended up loving and you know what yes my answer is yes I don't know if you are familiar with Vikings but I I, I would love to to have played lagatha in vikings to go on set every day and work in that environment with the set the cast and the crew the lovable characters it's exactly as you said people dying you don't know who's going to survive i would that would that would be a dream come true that would be a dream come true yeah doing something like lagatha in a series that would be fantastic yes
0: no, that's amazing, Stephanie. And uh, like, what about, uh, did you ever go to, do you have a uni degree in acting or did you go to an acting school? Yes,
1: yeah, so I went to a lot. I did not go to a three-year course because there are so many different methods out there when it comes to acting. I know a lot of people talk about method acting and things like that, but really there are, so many ways in which people can sort of learn how to become better actors and I didn't want to sort of stick to the one process in case I was wrong. Do you know Mm. what I mean? In case it really didn't work for me. Um, You have method acting and then I know of, I think he's a German teacher and he teaches his students how to he says that all of our organs sort of, um, retain memories. So when you want to evoke something, you just go to certain sections of your body and bring out these emotions. Do you know what I mean? That's what I mean. There are so many different ways. So instead what I did was I did, I was a fan of doing weekend courses. I was Mm -hmm. a fan of doing nightly classes and I was a fan of doing maybe, you know, um, you know, there, there was one where I think it was like six, six weeks long, a six-week-long program, things like that. That's what I did a lot. Mm. Um, so many different places, so many different teachers and shooters and mentors. So, yeah, not one specific thing. And then, of course, I I did masterclasses where you are the observer. So, Larry Moss, he is a famous. Very famous um, teacher over in America. He's taught Leonardo DiCaprio, Hilary Swank and things like that. And he would come out and do these masterclasses where he would, I think it was maybe 12 students, mm. and he would have them on stage and he would go through his process of how to, you know, draw out emotion and, and things like that. And you could buy tickets to be in the audience and mm. watch the whole process. And, and that, that's what I have also done with quite a few teachers that have been flown over from America so i mean i just i wouldn't even like to take a, a venture as to just how many different programs and stuff that i've actually done it's mm. it's, it's i've been taught everywhere i would dare say it's crazy wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly. Like, like I said, because you just I think it's something that you have to work out what really works for you. You know, I mean, I'm not going to name specific names, but there was one time where I was inquiring about doing I think it was a two year course. And they had this open day where they worked with their students and they sort of showed you the types of things that they would do. And I remember sitting in the audience and I just remember thinking this just it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like this would work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I left it. I left it. I, I did some classes there, but not the two year, not the two year thing. And, and I was right. Even after the few classes I had there, it just I don't know. It, I I wasn't drawing any on anything, you know what I mean?
0: Well, yeah, Just what yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. But there are lots no. of
1: different techniques, and that's mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. Try this one, try that one. Yeah, a lot, so many.
0: What's been the uh, hardest uh, part of your acting journey?
1: Uh, the rejection. Their rejection. Yeah. yeah. It, it I'm not going to lie. It definitely gets to you after a while. It definitely yeah. gets to you after a while. And like I said, I live out in uh, Penrith and 99.9%. The jobs are in Sydney and the auditions are in Sydney. So I, there was one point where I was constantly driving back and forth, sometimes in peak hour traffic. Again, I do like driving, but I would spend about two hours in the car driving to a place. I would mm. be there maybe 10 minutes and then I would drive and it would be another rejection. I would Mm. go, I would stay up all night, practically learning my lines for a big audition the next day, getting really pumped because I've I've learned my lines. I really feel like I'm in the character. You go all the way down there, you get yourself so G'd up another rejection. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That, that sort of stuff after a while, constantly, 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 you just think, man, like, is this actually where i'm meant to be is this what i'm supposed to do but i think what helps obviously is if you have passion if there's that burning desire inside of you that literally won't let you quit but it does get hard because you do start looking at yourself what well, i do anyway i don't sit here and blame other people i don't blame anybody else for me not being where i am i, I it's me do you know what i mean so keeping your head up and keeping positive, you know, um, that can definitely be a challenge. But in saying that, rewards, like being flown over to America, it's stuff like that that you think, you know what, it's all worth it and I am going to keep on going.
0: Mm -hmm. I live in Brinjali, so I'm in a similar situation with you, uh, with travel-wise where I get the train because I don't like driving into the city. Yeah. And... uh, I think since COVID nineteen, I think more auditions are going on Zoom. I think yes. I'd prefer to do an audition on Zoom or Skype instead of commuting all the way down there. Like I had, I had my first ever acting audition last year. I get the script and I'm reading it. I had it back to front. <laughs>
1: oh no way! Oh you poor.
0: <laughs> and it was just so simple one liners, and it was just like oh no. <laughs>
1: Breaking for you. <laughs> oh no! Oh, how tragic! I'm I'm so sorry to hear that.
0: <laughs> and he goes, "Oh yeah, you can do another take." So I did it. Got it. I got it right the second time. Yeah, but I've never acted before. So I, I I got that through Star Now. You've heard of Star Now?
1: I was a member of that for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um. But, again, like I said, I did take a step back from a lot of that to focus on my book writing. But, uh, again, I have had a few roles in independent Mm -hmm. feature films thanks to Star Now. So it is a great great platform. It's a great website for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But keep on going, you know. Even double, it's all about connectivity. It's all about who you know. So even if you find yourself one day, you know what, yeah, maybe I'll do some extras work. You could be talking and finding out information about, you know, um, composing while you're on set. It's Mm. really a lot of it is to do with uh, who you know as well. Mm. I reckon go for it, even with some acting gigs. Why not? If you have the time, of course, if you have the time. You know, if you're taking off, you know, paid work days to go and be an extra on a student feature film, then maybe you need to weigh that up. But, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if you have the time, go for it. And like mm. I said, I will keep my ears out. I will keep mm. my ears up for composing.
0: Did you ever play a musical instrument?
1: Yes, the keyboard when I was in school and mm-hmm. the guitar as well. I have a beautiful cherry red guitar that unfortunately I have not played in years. Mm-hmm. But yes. Yes. And... I do love music, I mm-hmm. have to say. I I could sit here and talk to you about music all day long, Stephen, but I don't think you want that.
0: <laughs> well, I've actually, I, I like, um, I've seen Dream Theater play live. I've seen Hans Zimmer live, uh, Shannon Noll as well. Uh, yeah. You know, I've got I've got my dreams to see like Metallica or ACTC, if they're still going. Um, I
1: believe they are, and they are excellent live, can I just say. Mm. <laughs> ACDC is Was awesome. I hope you get the chance to see them.
0: Yeah, I really do. I I saw Hans Zimmer live in Sydney. He played the Pirates of the Caribbean and uh, the Wonder Woman theme, and Time was the last song. Man, it was so loud, Stephanie. I was sitting all the way up at the back of the arena because he turns everything up. And that was really good.
1: Did you have a good time? Lots of good (laughs) memories.
0: Couldn't sleep. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> who, who did you go with who did you take with you
0: myself yeah. Oh,
1: beautiful beautiful and
0: uh, i get on twitter i say wow that was awesome oh
1: that's awesome good on you there's nothing like seeing somebody that you just absolutely adore mm. that you're such a huge fan of it's such a rush it's something that you don't really forget you know what i mean if you were dragged along to it then that's a different story but no i i hope that you get to see acdc there is mm. nothing like being in a stadium and hearing Thunderstruck live. Let me tell Mm. you, I get chills thinking about it.
0: If you had one dream place to live, if you were successful, where would you go?
1: Mm. That is a really interesting question. Mm. In my heart, I am not a city girl. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't choose a city. I would probably, you know what, I'm, I'm thinking maybe the Blue Mountains. I don't need anywhere fancy or anything like that, not even overseas because Australia is my home. All of my friends and my family are here, so I'm not going to say anything like Los Angeles or, you know, New York. <laughs> um, you know what, I'm, I'm a pretty simple person. So,
0: well, so LA I and mean, Beverly definitely. Hills is like the dream for all the actors to go and live in Beverly Hills.
1: I know. I know it is. I've <laughs> I've heard lots of comments. See, the funny thing, the funny thing is, I um, can't remember if I said it before, but when I went over to America to film, it was actually North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't New York or Los Angeles or, you know, San Diego or anything. It was North Carolina.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: completely different from somewhere like New York. Um, and you know what? Yeah, I... The Blue Mountains, I'm going to say the Blue Mountains, somewhere up there where I can overlook the valleys and it's just peace and quiet, surrounded by nature. It does get a little bit chilly there, but you know what? Yeah, let, let's go with the Blue Mountains. If you could organise that, that'd be great.
0: Mm-hmm. Me, it would be a house facing the beach, probably down in the south coast.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got a, <laughs> I've got a few friends that live down there. Whereabouts, anywhere in particular?
0: Oh, you know, like Stanwell Park or Wollongong. The hell
1: I am very familiar with Wollongong. One of my bestest friends. He lives in Wollongong, and it is. It, you know what? That that's a good choice, actually. Wollongong mm. is is beautiful. Even Kayama. Uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful area.
0: You know, because I've been to LA, uh, Stephanie. I've been in Beverly Hills. It's just a weird place. You know, you've you got know, all the. Yeah. You there? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sorry, yeah, I was just going to say, um, yeah, I the people who I know who have gone there, they haven't enjoyed it. No. So what, what is it? Why, why do you think that there's so much hype? But when people go there, they're really disappointed. Do you think it is because of the hype and they're expecting something so glamorous and fantastic? Yeah. And there, it's, Was that your experience?
0: Yeah, because I went to Hollywood and I found you got all these million-dollar mansions. And mm. then five minutes down the road, you've got all homeless people and then you've got Beverly yeah. Hills where everything's just so overpriced. I think people are mm. paying like $20,000 for a pair of Nike sneakers.
1: Oh my God. Oh
0: my now, God. If they're made in China, I don't know. And I just, yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's be honest, probably. <laughs> probably. Um, But you know what? That's that, that is the same sort of thing that, that I have heard as well. Mm. People going there and it's, some, I, I think somebody actually used the term dump. It was mm. a bit of a dump is, is what they said. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I've never actually been there. So mm. not yet anyway. There's still time.
0: But that's just my view of it, Stephanie. Um, would I live in L.A. if I made it? No, I wouldn't. Yeah.
1: I'd go yeah. to Canada. <laughs> oh, you know what? That Again, another place that I haven't been, but I would very, very much love to go to Canada. Mm. There was even one point where my roommate and I were planning on going to Canada, but it just it never um, panned out, unfortunately. But that I reckon that would be beautiful. Hey, so many lovely sceneries over there. Mm. Jealous, jealous.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd love to go in the middle of winter. That's when.
1: Would
0: Yeah, I like oh. winter better. Do you? Yeah.
1: You're exactly like my mother. I. I really struggle, but each to their own, each to their own, you know. You say that, and then when it comes time for summer, you're complaining about summer, and then when it's winter, it's, you know what I mean? I don't know. Let's go spring. Can we go spring or Mm.
0: autumn? Yeah, autumn would get cold in Calgary. Yeah. Uh, I I once got excited about going all the way to the Northern Territory because I've been, I went in the wet season. And I was like, "Yeah, this is gonna be awesome." Four and a half hour flight. I'm going to see Australia. <sighs> it was so. It was so hot. It felt like fifty degrees. And I've been out in, in Lynchfield National National Park in the middle of nowhere. Oh my god.
1: What did you think of the territory though? Like of itself. It's a very
0: interesting place.
1: It is, isn't it? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. The whole Central, Outback Australia, it's fantastic. But I wouldn't go in the wet season, though.
0: Mm. My mistake. My mistake. You know.
1: (laughs) You'll know for next time, Stephen. Don't worry. You'll know for Mm. next time.
0: I remember drinking a can of beer and it was just all dripping and everything like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who did you go with?
0: I went on a top deck tour.
1: No way. We went on a top deck tour, too. Mm Mm-hmm. That's absolutely crazy. Top Deck was amazing. You didn't have <laughs> Callum as a guide, did you?
0: Uh, no, I had Shorty Dwyer as a guide.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> we had a guy called Callum. Aussiest <laughs> bloke you'll ever meet, but it was the best time of our lives. When did you go?
0: I went uh, February 2019 for, for about 10 days in the, in the middle of the wet season. I went...
1: So you got... I... did we do you know what I can't actually remember mm. did you go did you go anywhere else apart from the MT uh, NT
0: uh, just a bit uh, Lynchfield Kakadu National Park as oh, well
1: yeah. nice, nice
0: you're in the middle of nowhere
1: you are it's great isn't it
0: <laughs> mm. Mm.
1: I loved it I loved it
0: yeah I remember staying in in um, the the actual hotels were really good and but there was no tv or no reception
1: oh wow <laughs> see see some people would get absolutely freaked out about mm. that but i think it's a good chance to reset
0: mm.
1: you know what i mean just get off the electronics enjoy nature just reset i don't know were you freaking out
0: not really i just need it i needed a week off
1: good good i'm glad I'm glad there are some people that I know would absolutely just say, no, get me out of here. Mm. Everyone needs time.
0: Stephanie may, it was a great show with you today. Where can people find you on social media? What are you doing as well?
1: Mm. So people can find me. Where am I? Let me think I'm on Facebook. I'm Mm -hmm. on Twitter, although I am not active. I'm on Instagram and I also have a website as well. So, again, as I said, I don't want people to be disappointed but I have no uh, sort of news regarding films or even TV or anything like that. I have been focusing heavily on my writing. So that's what people can expect from me. If they still want to sort of follow me on that journey as well, then that would be fantastic. Um, But, yeah, check it out. Even if you just type in Stephanie May in Google, it should come up with my website and everything like that. And you can find out the latest info.
0: Sweet.